Hey everyone, this is episode four of the Benefit of the Doubt. Uh, my name is Logan, and in Knoxville we have Luke and Monan. Um, we're going to be your hosts for today. This is our non-NBA podcast for those of you who uh, are not as big into sports. Uh, today we're going to be covering some Kanye West news, a little bit of reviews of our horrible Grammy selections, um, a couple of interesting news stories, um, one hot take, and some of our Super Bowl predictions. Kick things off. Okay. All right. I, I have a beef with, with uh, working out. So, you know, you guys, I'm sure you see it all the time at the UT gym. I remember it. There are those people. So I was working out this morning in uh, this apartment workout room. And so, you, you know, when you work out, you go there to work out, right? No. These dudes sit there, like, in the mirror and just, like, analyze their form with, like, a 10-pound weight so they can, like, watch their own arm look flexed. And, like, then they hold 20-minute conversations about which person they want to idolize and, like, build muscle for. And then I went down there an hour later, and they're still there just talking. And I'm like, if you want to work out, work out. But, like, instead, they're holding all these conversations about how swole they want to get and which body type they want. I'm, it was like they were having a little powwow in the workout room instead of just, like, actually doing things. And then they just, like, hold weight so that their, like, muscles tensed up to admire themselves. It it annoys me so much. Logan, it's clear you're not familiar with gym culture. You do understand that it is not a workout. It is a lifestyle, right? <laughs> Luke, are you one of these people? I mean, if you're going to say workout warriors, I do work out probably a douche amount. And No, hey, that, hey, I put respect on that. And I mean, sometimes when you work out a douche amount of times, you do some douchey activities. Maybe it's a little, like I had arms yesterday. I'd be lying to you if I said I didn't walk up to the mirror and flex a little bit, see what my pump was looking like. Okay, but that's different. See, like, that's cool. Like, you, 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 you go to the mirror, you flex, you pump. Are you holding 30-minute conversations about your workout forum with people? I mean, if they want to discuss it, I'm more than willing to. In the I mean, middle of your workout. It's an environment, Logan. Think about it <laughs> as if... You're, you're at work. Sometimes you have the little sidebars with your other coworkers about this, that, and the third. Same thing. I guess that's true. I don't know, man. That just that just strikes me as, the, as like, weird. It's a lifestyle, Logan. You're living life. <laughs> I think there's the a line. I think there's a, there's a line, and if you cross it, then you, you've went too far. If you're wearing the tanks with, like, one strip of fabric covering your front <laughs> to where... <laughs> Your nipples couldn't even be covered if they wanted to be covered. Then, you you know, you've taken it too far. Right. That's true. I, I also hate the equipment movers. So if you're doing arms, don't go to bench press and then start doing curls with that bar. That's not what it's for. 
See, I don't understand. Or people that drag benches to, like, cables. Oh, they always do Oh, that. the worst. Or the ones that use, like, four cables at the same time <laughs> to get some full body workout that we just don't know about. Or have you ever experienced a weights whore? They uh, whore weights? Like, I'm, I'm in the middle of a set, man. I just got to do all three of these, and then and I'm done. You can have it. Like, But, ex- tw- but 20 minutes later, and they're still not done. Yeah. Their sets last a while. Like, it's happened to me before where... I sit on a bench, a dude walks up to me, hey man, I'm on that. I'm like, well, that's, you know, that's cool. People are on their bench. I go to another machine, hey man, I got <laughs> on my last set. Same dude. I'm like, what are you working out? What, what is this? What type of regimen are you on? This dude had three dumbbells of the same weight. What could he be doing? <laughs> what, what could he possibly be doing? <laughs> That is a great okay, question. at that point, I would have just watched him to see what he was actually doing. <laughs> I've done that before, where people are on some weird shit, and I'm like, let me just look at this dumbass. Like, when I ask him, uh, are you done one more set, I sit and watch sometimes. <laughs> Partly to intimidate them and hurry their ass the hell up. I do get intimidated by the watchers. They're the worst. Yeah, if you, if you watch somebody, they're going to be so uncomfortable. I'm going to make you, if you're going to make me wait, I'm going to make sure you know that I'm waiting the whole time. <laughs> And if you want to sit there and go through all your sets, that's fine. We'll just sit there together. <laughs> sit there together. Yeah, we'll sit together. <laughs> Logan, I feel like you're just not immersed in the gym culture. It is a lifestyle. It's a real commitment. See, yeah, but like all these things you're complaining about, those are the things that really piss me off. And it's just like, I just don't understand. Like if I'm working out, I feel like you're not getting a good workout if you just pause like after every set to have a 30-minute think- conversation. I think there's certain things you can only relate to if you're on steroids, <laughs> and <laughs> that might be one of them. Well, you gotta understand, Logan, being a true gym warrior means you're willing to sit and take three hours to work out. So, if you're willing to do that, you got an hour and a half for convo, probably a quick 30-minute stretch warm-up to look impressive so they know what you're doing. You got You got 30 minutes of arms, no legs, never legs. You get a nice little forty-five minute uh, chest pump, and you're out of there. Oh man, the you gotta, you gotta do take legs. a break to the uh, bathroom to take your bull testosterone supplement. Right, <laughs> right. Oh, uh, you gotta carry the amino acids with you because yeah, everybody yeah. needs to know that. And you're also, taking them. a milk jug of water. Right, a big milk jug. <laughs> I, I can't agree more. A milk jug of water is so important. You have to make sure not only you know you're hydrated, but everyone around <laughs> you knows that you're hydrated. <laughs> And make sure to fill up that milk jug at the only water fountain in the gym. Right, I agree. <laughs> and even the ones that have the little thing where you uh you put it under there and it automatically fills it up, you don't use it. You fill it up manually. <laughs> Luke, I can't figure out if you're trolling or not right now. <laughs> it's a lifestyle. What is it you don't it, understand? It is it's a lifestyle. If you're not taking three scoops of pre workout, are you really working out? I mean <laughs> Right, and no water. We take the pre-workout straight. Just right in there. No water necessary. You got a Nasally, orally, anally. However you got to get it in. You've never done pre-workout until you've snorted it. I'll just put that out there. Let's be honest. You're talking about a pump. Pump chaser. Didn't you have an interesting workout buddy in Memphis for a while? Oh, he was so racist. That was terrible. He would come in every day. I would work out with one of my uh, friends. He just, he happened to be Arab. He'd walk up to him and be like, so are you from uh, Lebanon, Syria, Iraq, Afghanistan? And this dude was born in America. (laughs) He would say, no, Memphis, Tennessee. Dude, that's always the worst when you ask, like, uh... 
person that looks like they're not from the United States, where they're from, they're like, uh, Mississippi. <laughs> and that killed me in a Parks and Rec when the dude asked Aziz's character, where are you from? South Carolina. South Carolina. <laughs> oh, man. But well, I feel like you'll get there one day with your level of gym hate. I mean, you really are shitting on the workout warriors. I understand because you don't understand because it's a lifestyle. <laughs> it's like you ever seen okay. the athletes tell the reporters you didn't play, so don't talk yeah. about sports. I mean, you're not a part of the culture, so no need for you to shit on it. But, I mean, like, there's so much more you could do with your life than three hours at a gym. That's not the way gym rats think, Logan. There's nothing I would rather do more than have a weightlifting belt on and do dumbbell curls. Right. I agree. <laughs> Pumps. You gotta get the I... pump on, Logan. When you can look in the mirror and you see your biceps and you say, wow, they look huge. And then you flex, but not for yourself, for everyone else in the room with you. <laughs> So they can make sure that you know that you look huge. And make sure there's powder on your hands that gets everywhere, but you don't clean it up. <laughs> and that's how people know that which equipment <laughs> you've used. <laughs> and if you're a woman, you want to wear as little clothes as possible and make sure they are tight as hell. Full makeup as well. Everyone needs to know you're there to be seen and not to exercise. I mean, Luke, we know why you're in the gym for three hours then. I mean... I'm at the gym for three hours because it's a lifestyle. I don't the bull know. testosterone takes three hours to set in, so you got to be there for a while. Right. I mean, okay, you, think, okay. you think I'm going to inject something into my ass and then work out for 30 minutes? Please. <laughs> Answer me this. If the women aren't wearing as little as possible, as tight as possible, right. are you still there for three hours? Yeah, I'll just go probably like 70%. I'm not going to put in the whole... <laughs> you got to understand, Logan, part of being a gym rat is being an ego lifter. So, you know, you see a 10 walk in... You're going to get a lot more weight than, say, uh, a six with sweats walks in, right? So being an ego lifter is when you're benching, you load up the bar for your one rep max every time <laughs> you bench. There's no such thing as sets. See, this, see. Is where, this is where we may disagree a little. I think even if there's no women in the gym, you see one of your fellow bros <laughs> benching uh, with a weightlifting belt on or something. You got to throw your belt on, do load some curls right up. in front of them. <laughs> Loaded the hell up. Sometimes you got to stunt in front of the fellow bros. No, I agree with you. Sometimes when I walk in the gym and you're doing curls, I might have leg day today, but I say, fuck it. Arm <laughs> you time. Gotta, you do the curls. Arm time. Where's my tank? Where's my tank? Where the hell is my tank? I throw it on and it's curling. It's curling for 30 minutes straight. <laughs> Pure curls. Do a quick curls, a couple reps on the bench, walk the hell out. Great day. <laughs> Well, I can't argue there, so... Logan, you ever know. done a full body workout? Yeah. Mine is Terrible. arms and chest. <laughs> full body. Wait, what? Full body, arms and chest. Only biceps, yeah, about, though. No triceps. What What about your legs? What is that? Your, your legs. You have to work those out. False. Is that what's worked out when you bench? Because that's all I do. When I wear a tank, <laughs> do they see my legs? If you wear shorts. Who wears shorts? I'm a grown man. Tank and pants and Converse or Vans. Flat yeah. shoes. You gotta have weightlifting shoes. Oh, yeah. If your shoes aren't flat, what are you doing? I mean, <laughs> oh, my God. I did not realize there were all these rules to working out. It's the a lifestyle. Shoe, the flat shoes help you bench at least 1.5 pounds more. The flatter the shoes, the stronger you are. Everyone knows it. Dang. Again, I'll keep that in mind. This is not something for you in your form. It's something so everyone else knows you're strong as fuck. I walk <laughs> in with the converse on, it sends a message. 
Luke, I've seen you. You just need to walk in and people think you're strong as fuck. Let's just put it that way. No. See, what people don't understand is what the way I present myself is 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 a far stretch from how I actually am, right? So when I walk in with the tank, you think, oh shit, it's about to go down. In reality, I'm not about to throw 315 on the bench, but you think I am, right? Because I have on the tank. That's true. Right? And I mean, yeah, if you, you're doing more than four reps, are you working yeah. out? You got to do what only are you doing? one to three reps. What are you, heavy day every day, am I right? <laughs> what? Who does high volume? Endurance is for scrubs. Right? Who needs endurance? You don't need endurance when you're strong as fuck. It's accurate. Oh my god. Make sure to have a bodybuilding.com shirt on. Oh yeah, you got to. They got to know you're serious. Logan, are you taking notes or... Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to have to re-listen to this podcast for inspiration from now on. I mean, now you know. Hopefully one day I'll see you in there with the with the tank top with like a couple straps. Looks like a bra at the top. Oh, man. Who even needs one of those? Just shirtless. Just just no no shirt at all. Oh, Logan. I understand. If there were ru- not rules against me not wearing a shirt, I don't think I'd own one, to be honest with you. Because I'm a constant <laughs> pump chaser, so always chasing the pumps. Sometimes I just wear a ring of fabric that only covers up my nipples. I don't blame you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no I mean it sounds working out your arms every day honest. if you can't have them out, right? <laughs> no but, shirt and oh, pants. Speaking of, speaking of all that, did you guys see the groundhog? Uh, it saw it, whatever what it is. There's more winter ahead, apparently. Damn, it's warmer <laughs> here than it's been the last couple of weeks, not going to lie. Oh, no, you haven't been outside today. I ain't going outside today. It is. It is. I was going to say, I, I went outside earlier. It's 33 degrees. It is so cold outside. Damn. If you say it's cold, it's cold. I've seen you wear sandals and no socks, and it's like 30 degrees. So Yeah, it was like 24 when I was Fuck there. me. Why? I put socks on. What the hell is that? It was windy, that? too. That's that bullshit. Really Logan, I know you like the cold. I do like the cold. But yeah, your people generally do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, who? I mean, I got, I got nothing for you, man. You're right. I mean, uh, you enjoy these extra couple weeks of winter. I'll just stay inside. Wake All right. Up. Yeah, yeah. How do you make it to the gym if you're going to stay inside? You drive straight into the gym. If you walk to the gym, you're getting too much cardio. It's yeah, going to lessen your gains. Yeah, you're not going to have... Right, right. But the chilly wind, the, the the chilled wind will perk up your muscles to make you look more toned See, when you walk in. Logan, you think that, but at the same time, I might get pneumonia because of how few clothes I have on. So <laughs> you just got to stay, stay away from those outdoors. All right. Well, I guess I can respect... That's why basketball is an indoor game. That's why it's perfect. Well, basketball, too much cardio. I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh on the other news uh did you guys see that recent article by andrew griffin on the independent about the human uber i did i did see that and i might be alone here saying this is a viable business idea you're definitely alone <laughs> i think there are situations where people would consider calling a human uber elaborate name please God, name them elaborate well okay I think we should explain the human Uber first. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, the whole idea behind it 
is you can hire this human to basically go live your life for you while they have kind of a webcam on them and so you can see everything they're doing on your laptop phone or whatever and they're supposed to I'll just quote the article here independent.co.uk rather than transporting something the person is required to live as you and behave on your instruction okay he left out the creepiest fucking part so imagine you have a motorcycle helmet on okay but instead of your face shield you have a goddamn tablet on your face that projects this person's face onto you so your little human uber walks around with a tablet as a face like projecting you how they see who the fuck knows but like you guys got to go to this article just like google human uber independent it is creepy. Yeah, it's some weird shit. Please explain to me how you think, or what scenario you think you'd use this. I just want to know. Because I mean, as a workout warrior, you know, I don't think Luke's sending this guy to the gym <laughs> for him. Oh, no, he's not going to be able to do arms every day for me. So I just need to know, you know, how you think this works. Okay, but let's say you're on a business trip in, uh, like, California or something. Mm-hmm. Your wife is in... Uh, Memphis, you know, going to the hospital, giving birth. You hire a human Uber <laughs> to go to the hospital, act like you hold her hand, whatever. You get to see everything. You don't get to see everything. The webcam. You is don't. On. You don't want. You don't want to see everything. <laughs> but like, you want if me to you send there, another man to go stand by my wife while she's in labor? Or worse, hey, let's say you're in California for a business trip, and your wife messages you. I'm looking for companionship. And you go, okay, I'll send you a human Uber. I mean, you know this will eventually be the new wave of prostitution. We're just sending them out. Oh, speaking of all this, sex robots. You guys think those will be a thing? Absolutely. Yes. Well, definitely. People have one already. Yeah, I was about to say it is a thing. (laughs) Have you seen the guys testing the sex robot, that vid that's going around? No. Oh, dude, it's crazy. I saw one where he's fucking the girl while she's on the ground, and her toes literally curled. This is the robot. <laughs> the toes curled. Luke, are you just around Googling sex robot porn how you videos? Chance, chance <laughs> upon that video. I may or may not have looked it up, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> that definitely is not something that popped on your feed. I mean, it's in my search history. I'm interested. It's a captivating thing that they're eventually going to get, like, so real. Logan, in 200 years, your great-great-great-grandchildren will be, instead of, like, sneaking and watching porn when they're, like, 12, they'll be sneaking and purchasing sex robots. You think about that. Going to uh, strip clubs with the robot pole dancers? No, they won't have to go. They'll send their Uber bot. They'll send their Uber bot with the (laughs) The human Uber is there. Oh, wait, that's actually a pretty good business idea. What's that? You send your person... It's like it's like live-action virtual porn, I guess. It sounds like the worst aspect of every subcategory that you named. Right, right. It, it is the worst aspect of everything, but, I mean, think about it. There are a lot of people there who don't want to leave their house. Yeah, that's why I'm saying this human Uber has a viable market. I don't know what I would pay somebody to go do that I could not do myself. I just don't, I don't know think, if I could okay, take someone seriously. We are broke college students. I am but poor. <laughs> there are people out there who can spend whatever they want. And I'm saying they would buy a human Uber. But it devalues every experience in life. You're not but there's kidding. experiences they don't want to have. Like? Like a picking up a doctor's office, or like a prescription at a pharmacy or something. You just call your human Uber to do it. You can get that shit shipped to your house now. 
You could, you could you use your human Uber you to your stand in line at the DMV. All right, but 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 oh yeah, that DMV one is pretty good. That's yeah. You stand in line at the DMV. You know all the all the shit that's really boring. Oh, you, you have go to, to a, be there. What are we first? Okay, they don't. <laughs> they're not you. They they can't legally carry around your documents and get shit done. That's not how this works. Well, we don't. There's no legal documentation on it yet, so we really don't know. We know they're not you. I mean, you could sign you could sign them over power of attorney so okay. that they could do everything. That is true. No, it's not. What, what? No, you could legally sign a document that will let them do that. Oh my god, you you're you're mistaking this for something that is not. It's another person walking around with your face. <laughs> on their face it's not you yeah but you just sign them over essentially a legal document that says they can act in your name it's like hey this is my boy he does my shit this accept <laughs> this this is fun i'm saying i could see multiple ceos who don't want to come to work sending a human uber over there check in on their ceos don't do shit most days anyways they just go around check in on their employees on the tablet on someone else's head and then did whoa whoa actually so i've been listening to a, a podcast series about ceos and what they do and stuff it's really been interesting that they do a lot more than i thought they did so far that i'm i'm listening to is it things that human uber is incapable of <laughs> you know that i don't know i don't believe in this technology so i'm skeptical i'm saying if in 15 years we're all buying human ubers with our bitcoin i would not be very surprised do you think bitcoin will be a thing in 15 years <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> oh yeah we just need to mention blockchain a bunch in our podcast and it'll spike our ratings up blockchain True. blockchain blockchain <laughs> blockchain right four in unrelated I'm gonna title the podcast blockchain yeah 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 there you go <laughs> it, it might actually work you never know <laughs> But in other news, uh, speaking of podcasts, so I've been listening to this, uh, Monon, you know about it, the Dissect podcast. Yeah, the music one. Yeah, so Luke, if you, if you haven't listened to it, there, there's uh, two seasons now on um, Kanye West and then the first one's on Kendrick Lamar. So I finished right. the Kanye West season. It's exceptional. Like, and so I've been re-listening to Dark Twisted Fantasy. I, didn't even, I don't think I appreciated that album enough. Nobody did when it came out. Like, but I mean, I've even re- listened to it recently, and like that podcast was in- exceptional. Like, it did a, a whole musical ba- breakdown of it. That man is a genius. What are you, What are your favorite Kanye albums? What is What is your favorite Kanye album? I guess I should. I say. have I have no idea. It changes. You gotta have an opinion. Everyone has an opinion on their. Take a strong Kanye stance. Album. Okay, let me think about it. Um, I was gonna say Dark Twisted is up there. But, like, St. Pablo is really growing on me fast. That's the problem. The song? No, no. Oh, oh. I'm th- I thought you meant the whole album. Yeah, St. Pablo is the song. <clears throat> oh, yeah. The Life of Pablo. Whoops. Yeah, The Life of Pablo. Yeah, I do um, think it was a very unappreciated album. And Scott- around... Just like... I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie. When it came out, I said a year or two from now, people are going to start looking back on it and realize... The genius it was, and now people are starting to come around. I've read like two articles revisiting uh, the life of Pablo, and there's some musical creativity there that I think we haven't seen. It's his worst album. I don't don't know if it is. I don't think he has a worst album. Just really quick, does Watch Your Throne count? 
yes. Yeah. I think so, right? Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, that's up there. Okay, first off, it is not his. It's not his worst album. What I'm is with, worse? I'm actually. Okay. Eight oh Late registration. No. no. Oh my goodness. Wait. It doesn't have a just, worst album. I'm actually agreeing with this because it's just like there are artists who have down albums. Like Drake has down albums. You know. Um, yeah. Jay Z's had down albums, but Kanye has genuinely put out good albums every time. He has no worst. Except album. the life of Pablo. Nope. So nobody went back and listened to after that. Great. Fantastic. What? Oh my god. Lord have mercy. No, it isn't. You need to re-listen to that album. You'll have to go back to it. I've listened to it like three times probably. I listened to it twice when it came out. That's when I gave it an initial this is trash. And I listened to it probably like a year later. Cause you continue to say it's good. It's Maybe so I'll listen good. to it in another two, three years. Is but. there a hot take? Is there a hot take going on <laughs> behind you guys? Like, damn! No, it's the Life of Pablo. That's an underappreciated album. This is worst very, album. Very, very underappreciated. The re—you haven't listened to the remastered version. He's changed it like every couple months. Uh, I'm gonna go with different than when you first heard it. Like literally different. Not just like you'll listen to different things. He's actually changed it. Like he, he fixed wolves like he said he would. The drums in the background sound a lot better. Uh, feedback, he changed. Freestyle 4, he made the percussion a lot different. I think it is disrespectful to Kanye West other albums to sit here and say that that is not his worst album. It is completely he has no worst album. That doesn't make sense. He, he doesn't, though. He hasn't put out a weak album ever. Just The Life of Pablo. And then everything else is certified classics. Or at least good. I'm going to go with my favorite Stark Twisted. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. fair. But, like, do you guys... And then I'm going to go with Late Registration second. I think I'll have Graduation. That's Probably good. have College Dropout. Or Graduation. But see, the fact that three people can pick three different albums just proves that he hasn't put out a bad album. No, it doesn't. It proves he's put out three instant classics. He's put out like six instant classics. Three. But... Graduation, College Dropout, and Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, definitely. Watch Throne, instant classic. Yeah. Okay. Late Registration, not instant classic, but looking back it on it, it was really is good. a classic. Yeah, it's a good album. Jesus 808's and Heartbreak. 808's and Heartbreak is a classic. What? It changed oh. the game. It changed the game. It, it's its yeah. impact was crazy. The album itself was not a classic. It like, was. No. Oh, my God. It's best song when it had Young Jeezy. Fuck out of here with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> amazing was not the best song. But was Heartless better than Amazing? I like Amazing more. Neither. I liked RoboCop or uh, Paranoid. Those are I don't Jeezy know. Was, it, it is probably the most wild. impactful album of yeah. the past decade. Hell yeah. yeah. It's not even in the past decade anymore. The single-handedly ruined rap. No, you are is. correct. It is. No, it, it, is in, it is in the last decade. 2008. Yeah. We're getting close. So this man in his auto-tune, he out here fucking up Quavo and everything. <laughs> you can't blame him for that one. I blame him 100% okay. for Quavo. Dude starts working with Kanye, career over. Shit's ridiculous. You can't fuck up the best producer in the game, okay? It's about Quavo? Yes. Please. <laughs> Wait till you see who executive produced this album. 
Dude, that shit is terrible. That is the most generic sounding dude now I've ever. He doesn't even rap. He just whines for like a minute and a half at the beginning of every Migos song. The same did you guys generic not, voice. Did you guys give Culture Two a listen? Bad, terrible. I see. I haven't listened to it yet. That's what I've heard, well, so I put it off. When did you start listening to Migos? If you started at Culture One, you might like it. But that's the only way you'll like it. Um, I didn't even know about the Migos till you guys went to the concert and I heard Mona went, so. Yeah, you might like it then. Like, people that listen to them back when Quavo could actually rap are disgusted with what they heard. It is that bad. Okay. Have you heard Stir Fry? It was like the first single single on it. No, no, I haven't. I haven't heard Stir anything from good. it yet. I think you've heard it, dude. It's yeah, on probably, like, it's like it's, the NBA yeah, All-Star the NBA song. Game. Oh, oh, okay, then yes, I've heard it. Yeah, yeah Stir Fry's good. Narcos is alright. The second half of Narcos is good. <laughs> the first half, Quavo butchered it again. I, I liked Made Men, but I don't think that's a popular opinion. It's not. And then, other than that, I don't, I don't know if there's anything on there worth listening to. It was 24 yeah. songs, like 22 and a half were shitty songs. Yeah, it's like two and a half hours long, so like you can't even sit through it. Oh, I wouldn't Wait, advise hey. it in one listen. I, I was about to say, I, I, it's a two and a half hour drive from Aiken to Atlanta, so that's almost a perfect listening track. Yeah, you're going to want to listen to something else. Run yeah, back I was about to say, I, I don't want to rant here, but that is one of my least favorite trends in music. The uh, the album that's over 15 tracks long. I don't know when this started, but no album that doesn't have skits should be that long unless you're you're an all-time great. Then you can do what? it. But Drake That's can fair. do it, and I don't want to fuck around with anyone else. I, I, actually I don't, do I don't think the Migos can do it. I do agree no. with that. If you don't, I think part of it is you have to. If you're gonna drop a rap album with that many songs, your album has to have some type of purpose. Or so, like you know, when you listen to a Kanye album, it's damn near a story being yeah. told, right? Migos just produces Singles. random shit, yeah. right? So I. Their album doesn't really mean anything. Their album is literally a compilation of songs they made, right? It's not it's not telling you a story. Yeah, it doesn't like have a theme album. to it. So when you do something like that, you're more... Back in the day, they would have just dropped mixtapes. But now everybody <laughs> drops albums. So you're more likely to have a boring album after like 12, 13 songs. I yeah, mean, but I think there's whoever, also... Uh, go ahead. No, you, you first. I think whoever controls the... Uh, like the billboard streaming numbers and stuff, they need to, they got to fix this because we all know why these albums with 20, 25 songs are out there because it's just for the extra streams and that's how they get on the billboard charts. That's how they get the mainstream money. So they just put out as many songs as they can, hoping one will catch on. So eventually, uh, Bill, I don't know who's in charge of the numbers, but they need to fix the formula, get it to where having yeah. a 24 song album isn't at an advantage over a, 12 song album especially when the 12 song album is often better yep you're right 100 percent agree yeah i was just about to say that same thing so man that, that was that was a great time for that take i think like it's not even a genre thing like rap is bad about it pop is bad about it those pop albums get so long sometimes and then who was it uh, that rock album recently i think might have been Weezer. They put out like a super long album that no one could sit through. It's just they gotta trim down the fat. They just too much around. Unless you're, you know, like Kendrick can do it with "To Pimp a Butterfly" because every song in there had a meaning. Yeah. 
Yeah. <clears throat> that was an incredible album. Dude, I think I'm telling you this shift. I don't. I, I'm trying to figure out when exactly it happened. Where rappers that would generally drop your mixtape, your mixtape rappers, where you'll find on Spinnerilla or or my mixtapes, they've just decided, okay, we're doing <laughs> albums now. There's not as much of a mixtape. They like the people that drop mixtapes are people that can't make it to iTunes. As soon as you make it to iTunes, let's start making studio albums. In my opinion, the Migos aren't album type of rappers. It's not what they do. It takes a certain level of creativity and or lyricism to drop a rap album but these dudes are making mixtapes and then they're just throwing it on us as an album like because uh because the money like rap's the most popular genre in america since 2016 and uh labels are starting to realize that's where the money is and so all these like underground rappers have one song that blows and then they get signed by a label like instant like lil pump had gucci yang signed six nine had that one shitty song well gummo signed like Cash no, outside is signed that Atlantic Records. Like, yeah, there's no reason these huge labels, huge records should be signing these SoundCloud underground rappers and giving them albums. I mean, don't you think that like okay, so Lil Pump, why does he need an album? Why can't he just <laughs> drop single after single after single? I don't understand. Is there no cash value in that? I, I'm confused. He gets most of his money off of what? Tours, YouTube clicks? Yeah, but the label gets a lot of the money from the albums. That's Do why people buy Lil Pump albums? The streaming, the streaming's money. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got you. And honestly, Lil Pump is not one of the offenders. Like, his album was what? Like, it was eight short. to ten. Yeah, yeah it was and short. he didn't try to make, like, a storytelling album. He just put out a group of singles, and he knew it was that. And I think, like, his album, it, it's not for me. It's not for a lot of people. But as far as a Lil Pump album, like, it was a good Lil Pump album. He did what he should have done Can't ask a little pump that. album you i don't want to hear the word good and little pump in the same sentence <laughs> relatively good it's like even when a relatively. five-year-old when a five-year-old draws i'm not gonna grade him like i would picasso <laughs> yeah like okay but the all five-year-old drawings unless you're like a five-year-old picasso they generally suck yeah i understand but he's still a five-year-old so i'm gonna tell him good job they suck in relation to Picasso, yeah, yeah. but there's some good five-year-old drawings if you compare them to other five-year-olds. <laughs> I guess that's true. But yeah, speaking of these underground kings and long track lists, More Life. Now that is how you put out a 22-song awesome album. Too long. Oh, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm in it for that album. Too long. Not an album. Like, it was a playlist. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Someone had Boy, to say but... that shit drug, dude. You can't tell me you were hyped twenty two songs in. There's no, no way. It's like, did you give? The, did you? Did you do that? Uh, track to track. So you did. You sat and listened to the full more life. Yeah. I don't know about that. It was. That's crazy. It was a little too long for me, but. Like, there weren't that many weak songs, but it also, it wasn't really an album to me. Oh, no. It was, it was a little too long. You could long. say it wasn't actually a playlist. Yeah, it really was. Like, I think he knew what he was doing. I think the middle kind of dragged on a little bit. Yeah, but to me, like, it's it's like the perfect long album, because it's like, I could, I could turn that on at any point, and people can bang with it. There are some really, actually, some quality songs on there. I can skip along if I really want to. You know, like, you can skip through a few, get to some others. Like, 
it is how a longer album should be. Like, I don't feel guilty if I skip some songs, you know? I honestly thought that Drake could have kept that at around 13 to 15 songs. Yeah, I think I could, he could have, but I also don't know if he wanted to. Like, I, I'll agree with Logan. If you're doing a long album, this is the way to do it. Like, at least there's, there's variation. Like, he had the bangers yeah, with Galchester. Funny. He had, like, the slower songs with Passion Fruit, Glow... And then you had, like, the old Drake, Do Not Disturb, Lose You. Like, he had a little bit of everything. So if you're going to do a long album, this is how you do it. It's definitely yeah. not the way Culture 2 was, where every song started to blend together, sound the same. Yeah, it's like, it, there's not necessarily a story, but there are, like, musical sections to this, you know? Well, I think that goes back to your point of, if you're actually great, Yeah, you can do it. what you want. Migos is <laughs> great. They drop club bangers, that's it. That's what they do. They're not known for, except for takeoff. They're not known for lyrics. So, yeah, Drake's hard. at the point where he can drop. Drake can do whatever, whatever the fuck he wants. He wants. <laughs> Listen, I don't want to turn this into a I'm ripping Drake. I'm just saying he could have made the album 15 songs. Yeah, if you wanted to make you like, if you wanted to throw that album into an all-time great album, I think he could have if he trimmed it down to like 10 or 12. But I think he just wanted yeah. to put stuff out there. I don't think um, he really cares about his legacy anymore. I doubt he's worried about it. He's pretty much cemented himself. Well, yeah, he knows he's great, and he knows his legacy's set. Like, I don't know. As I think big he can of a fan, improve his legacy. So as what? big of a Kanye fan, yeah. Place. Well, I mean, like he dropped "Take Care" as what his his third album, which I think is his best. But like, no, it's undisputedly his best. But that's like, stretch like, you had. "Take Care," nothing was the same. If you're reading this, it's too late. And then What a Time to Be Alive is one of the most dominant album runs I've seen. But, I like, so I look, I looked back at his albums. This dude was a machine. So he did So Far Gone in 2009, Thank Me Later 2010, Take Care 2011, Nothing Was the Same 13, If You're Reading This 15, Time to Be Alive 15, Views 16, More Live 17. That's an insane production amount. Yeah, he's, well, he also, he doesn't produce any of the stuff, so... It's yeah, but still, like that, that. I mean, so he he raps and all that. He's featured and stuff, and he has like what, like thirty five Lucys out there as well. Yeah, yeah. No, he's putting stuff out. He's one of the best at. And <laughs> did you guys listen to the two singles he dropped a couple weeks ago? Yeah, yeah. He dropped a third oh, too. Them. He dropped it. What's the third called? Uh, gosh, I forgot the name of it. I'll I'll message you later. Yeah, uh, I really like God's plan. I think that was throwback Drake in a way. Yeah, same. And uh, what was Diplomatic Immunity? Yeah, I like that one too. I think it got a lot less run just because it wasn't as radio friendly. But I do think it was a really strong song. Yeah, I liked re- I like both of them. I'm excited to see what he's doing next. So, so Luke, as big of a Kanye fan as as Munin is, man, I I'm a huge Drake stan. So I'm <laughs> I'm in on Drake. I mean. Drake is an all-time great. Don't know an all-time great what, but he's an all-time great something. I guess you just say artist. Yeah. Wh- who who are you big on? Lil Wayne. Oh, well, I, the greatest I got rapper no... alive. Yeah, none of us really disagree with each other. Yeah, greatest rapper alive. I might I might throw in some arguments, but you know. Oh yeah, I mean definitely not, but definitely not. Who is still alive? That's better than Lil Wayne. Jay Z, 
please. Uh, if we're going off of pure lyrical technical ability, like best literal rapper alive, rapper. it's probably Lil Wayne. I didn't say artist. I said yeah. rapper. That's fair. That's fair. I can give you that. Yeah, but I mean, I mean they they did used to call Jay Z the king of flows. You know, like Lil Wayne is the king of lyrics. Uh, I don't know. He's a I rapper. don't know. Anyways, to so to start wrapping this up, who's uh, guys, whose uh, projects are you guys looking forward to? Twenty eighteen, twenty eighteen. Mostly. Okay, so to. there's Lil Wayne, perhaps Kanye. Um, who else is has a project in the in the works? Drake. Drake maybe. Isn't ASAP dropping his in twenty eighteen? ASAP's supposed to. Boy, dude, I've been waiting on that for a minute. Not Everyone's gonna lie. I'm honestly not excited. Damn. Did you listen to the? Shit, he dropped on SoundCloud a week ago. He dropped like an EP on SoundCloud. I didn't. Not good. Not good. Not good. I mean, you can listen to it for yourself, see what you think. I didn't like it, but I mean, ASAP Rocky definitely has the potential. Dude, I can always count on him to be different at least. I get tired yeah. of listening to the same shit, dude. Yeah. Um, I feel like Chance has been laying low for a while. I think he might have something. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm with Luke. I'm gonna pass. The album Chance. after you sell out is always terrible. <laughs> Um, who else is? I know J Rock has an album coming out. I'm actually pretty excited for the J Rock album. J Rock is straight. Uh, shouts out to the J Cole West. said he's working on something. Yo Gotti, I, Okay Music Ten. I know okay. we're looking forward to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you got? Have you guys listened? Get, uh, give another listen to For Your Eyes Only. I feel like that was an underrated album. No, it wasn't. It was properly rated. I there were there were good songs on there. Oh, it was. As a whole, though, I don't Listen, think it was man, a good album. You don't drop Forest Hills and then come back with it. You just don't. It doesn't. It doesn't matter what you drop after Forest Hills. Nothing is gonna beat that album. It does just keep matter. That in mind. You could say that about Kendrick and be like, it doesn't matter what you drop after Good Kid, Mad City, and then he followed it up. That's true. That's what but greats then, do. I was ready to put J Cole in that category, Logan. I'm gonna be honest with you, and then he let me down. Yeah, but okay. Did he really let you? Da- he did. Yes. He took it a new direction. Like for your eyes only, it's a like a really personal album about family and that kind of stuff. He did I thought take it, was... it a boring direction, new and boring. See, okay, See, there were there were songs that I really like. I like Deja Vu. I like Change in Neighbors, but I thought Folding Clothes was so boring. Like I don't know. I just couldn't sit through Folding Clothes. I didn't really like uh, the title track for your eyes only. For whom the bell tolls, I also did not like. But. Dude, mine was my thing. My problem with the album was that once you get to the level where we're putting you in like top five in the game combo, because you remember after Forest Hill, it was consistent. Yeah, everybody said, there. everybody said top five J Cole, and then you dropped this, and I'm like, okay, we're ready to put you into that next level of like top tier rapping. And then you give us something that isn't top five. I think five it got a lot of hate for not having any like radio singles, which I think that's a terrible way to get hit. Yeah, I, I hate when people. I mean, hate Immortal was a no. uh, was a radio single if they wanted it. Didn't uh, I never heard I any of this album? I mean, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hear it on a radio, but like Immortal could have been a radio single. Yeah, I guess I can it. see that. But the album didn't go mainstream at a point when he was at his biggest. But like, that's not my problem with it. I, like. I just, I didn't, I wasn't really feeling it. There were a few songs I still listened to, so I'm not going to say it wasn't a good album. It was a good album, but J. Cole definitely can do better. Uh, see, I think, like, you should give it, a, a, like, a, another listen from first to last track and just, like, listen to the story that he's telling in it. I think that's, that, that's, what, that's what gives it another, because I listened to it at first as well, 
and was disappointed because like after i was with you guys after 2014 i was like oh my god what is this man gonna do next and then i i listened to this and it feels like it's a more introspective and personal album kind of like a, a reverse of kendrick lamar you know so it would be like if kendrick released to pimp a butterfly first and then did good kid mad city uh i mean yeah i can i'll give it another listen i do usually like introspective albums i liked 444 yeah everybody did though <laughs> oh no yeah. i know i know people i didn't like 444 they don't like jay-z that might be true it's a but, thing with millennials i don't know what that is yeah i don't understand the jay-z hate well i mean i don't think he put out as good as much good music when we were like coming up I yeah mean, he did take a break he retired for a little bit yeah i mean Everybody that is around our general age should have definitely heard Watch the Throne. That was a huge, huge album. Yeah, uh, but like they, they, they didn't hear like shit. yeah, they didn't hear like the Blueprint and that kind of stuff. Yeah, though. I guess the best had, albums were all before two thousand and four. Yeah, we got, mag, we got Magna Carta, you know Holy Grail. Hate? You said what? How many established greats do you know that catch the level of hate Jay Z does? Yeah, <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't really understand it either. But. Like, you'll never get a dude already and say, I fucking hate pop, Biggie some shit, but people will rip the shit out of Jay-Z. And I just don't understand. I've seen uh, Big Boy get a lot of hate. Big Boy does get a lot of hate. That's true. That's accurate. But that's because people that don't listen to Outkast have heard Hey Ya, yeah, and they're like, yeah. who the fuck is this Big Boy? He wasn't on this. So, uh, so uh, Andre 3000's come out and he, he essentially said he thinks Big Boy's a better rapper than he is. Which a, he is a better rapper. Better rapper, not a than Andre 3000. Better artist. A better rapper, like lyrically, yeah. Big Boy came with bars. Three Stacks was just creatively a genius. Create, yeah, legend. I see. I man, I think Stacks comes with some bars too. So that's oh, he definitely me, did. He definitely did. I mean, on uh, oh. what was that song with UGK? Dude, in the '90s, this man rapped. He rapped this shit out of Andre 3000. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, Big but Three Stacks verse in what's that song with UGK? Uh, it's about the International Players Anthem. Yeah, yeah, his verse in that was insane. That's, three Stacks got better as time went on, dude. Like yeah, that's two, true. I would say after 2000, Three Stacks was he was there. But like in the '90s, I'm not gonna say Big Boy carried, but Big Boy's verses <laughs> were clearly better. <laughs> but we always knew like three stacks had the vision it was kind of like uh watch the throne where we knew kanye had the whole vision behind the album but jay-z came with the better bars it is kind of like jay-z kanye kanye is a genius jay-z is a better rapper yeah but i yeah. i guess but i would never i get maybe they are in the same situation because they do shit on both of them <laughs> yeah the big boy hate is real i don't understand <laughs> <laughs> they are in a weirdly similar situation um, maybe it's better to, to be the genius than the lyricist. Because Big Boy came with rhymes, dude. It's just people hate that, I guess. You're just a lyricist. <laughs> I honestly just wish Three Stacks would stop dicking around and drop his solo. He has teased it for too long. What has it been now? Yeah. Like 15 years? <laughs> At least seven. Come on, dude. He's not. All I know, the moment he drops it, I'll listen to it. Like, everyone, well, fans of rap will. I wonder. Real but what would be the all right you're assuming it's good because it's three stacks it's three do stacks thing i don't know i have a hard time with these comeback albums dude but what i had to live through with revival i 
Okay, but Eminem, <laughs> Eminem is not Three Stacks. Three Stacks is a creative genius. I don't think he has the potential in him. Eminem is a top five rapper ever that dropped a sh- pretty shitty album. Eminem hey, okay, leaned on just... Dr. Dre's entire career to put out quality work. He's a top five technical lyricist. Bars for and days. It's just, it's just like you were saying last week. You know, you let him down. You didn't ship him that coke before he wrote Revival. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's on me, his dealer. Got to get him yeah. more, more drugged out. But yeah, I just, I don't know. It always scares me when you got great rappers coming out with things when they're clearly either out of their prime or damn near retired. But like, then Jay Z came scared. out with four four four. That's true. Jay Z has had some terrible albums though, so I don't know Jay. He's <laughs> He, I don't know if he's the best example. Are you are you hating on Magna Carta? Hating on American Gangster. <laughs> I mean, Magna Carta was just a different type of feel. It was more poppy. It's for radio, but I mean, if you like that shit, then that is a banger album for you. Eh. I'm just not eh. a big fan of of artists like that selling themselves for these mainstream clicks. That's I think never the gonna Blueprint Three is one of, of the best sold out albums ever. <laughs> no, it's not. The, I'm telling you, it's not the first sold out album. It's always the second <laughs> one where you're questioning things. The first one's always gonna be yeah, good. Like I knew he sold Blueprint out Three was Blueprint good. Three, but I, I like it the was album. good. That really was. But, but, yeah. So speaking of like all these artists, the Yeezy Season Six rollout happened, Genius. or you know how it'll. Yeah. Genius. He's done it again. He's he's outdated fashion shows, which is insane to think about. Like he's made it to where he New York Fashion Week. He doesn't need New York Fashion Week. New York Fashion Week needs him. Like and the, the <laughs> and the, his fashion is terrible too. That's the worst part. It's it's not bad, but it's a it's a it's a vibe. You just have to yeah. be on. It's not my okay. wave, but I understand the wave. The streetwear, if you're into like streetwear stuff, it's it's good stuff. But see, okay. what's crazy is I like the way Kanye dressed pretty easy. Like, I fucked with his outfits. You're talking about and, like, pink polo, yeah, Kanye or Kanye, or like varsity jacket wearing Kanye. I fuck with that Kanye. I can't fuck with the broken clothes with the patches in them. That's there was me. there was a there was a middle period though. I think that's when do you remember like during. Alright, during 808s, he used to wear, like, the gray suits and right. stuff. He was live then. And then, Dark Twisted Fantasy to Yeezus, he was just... He was always dressed... All the all red, when he would perform Dark Twisted Fantasy. Hey, that Fantasy. was live. I'm not gonna lie. That was... That was iconic. But I see what he's doing. He's going for... He's literally just gonna do everything in his life to be different. I understand. It works. It's him. Yeah. He's the only person I've, I've, I've known who's been able to pull that off, though. He's yeah, the first he's... person in history to launch his fashion line on Instagram. <laughs> Pretty impressive, <laughs> yeah. to be honest. I saw, I saw that like my Twitter was my Twitter feed yesterday was trending because everyone was mad that uh, Paris Hilton was copying uh, uh, Clo- um, Kim, Kim Kardashian because yeah. yeah they didn't really realize like it was a rollout was and, like planned. people were mad. Yeah. So, yeah, that's. But... He's done it again. Um, I just wish he would drop some music, but he's done it again. I mean, yeah. did you see the picture of him with the laptop? I did, I did. He was, like, holding it by the yeah. first corner. <laughs> Everyone was like, <laughs> they were so mad. Like, if you drop the laptop and lose the music. Sure, Kanye, save file. <laughs> Got it on uh, 
the iCloud. But I saw that, I was like, huh. You know, Kanye <laughs> walking around with the Mac. You know it's some hits on there. Man, yeah, what would you what would you do to get a hold of Kanye's Mac? Hmm. How I many mean, people would I kill to get Kanye's <laughs> Mac? I would I, I, I wouldn't want to take his Mac from him though. I feel like when he's ready to drop the music, he'll drop it. But like as a loner, if you could just take it for a couple of days, listen to what was on it, and give it back. Oh yeah, that would be sweet. It'd be like inside his mind. He's still like half work tracks. Do you know he yeah. has just like hella shit? He's just never ever gonna release on there. He has to have an album. Or he has to have like a folder on his computer with thousands of skeleton beats. Just like waiting for him to add samples and stuff too. So you know when. Um... Uh, Biggie died. They 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 found some tracks of his, and yeah. then they played him in a new album. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to wish for it, but when Kanye West oh passes God. away, like there is going to be like a legacy album of all legacy albums. I feel that's like going to be out when Kanye retires, he's going to delete all this shit. They won't even be able to make a greatest hits though. Like that's the crazy part. There's no way that anyone can agree on a Greatest Hits Kanye album. I think they'll figure it out, dude. They'll take all the mm. ones that get starred on Apple Music, put it in one thing. There is a worthy t- like 22-song track album right there. Yeah, hell of a uh, Greatest Hits album. Dark Twisted Fantasies, what, like 12 and like 9 of them belong on there. Dude, you're thinking about yourself as a Kanye fan that knows every song. Everybody else ain't like that. So you take a regular... Uh, uh, kind of rap fan they're gonna want what power gold digger <laughs> can't tell me nothing all that shit on there that'd be a disgrace okay so like yeah, so like da- like dark twisted fans. you have power you have all of the lights you got to put runaway on there so there's at least three you could p- include blame game if you really wanted to dark like, that does not make top the to bottom gorgeous monster. Oh yeah, <laughs> monster. Dude, how many people know about Gorgeous? You see, I'm telling you, you're you're using Ed, your no anyone people who's do not know that a song. Fan of rap knows about Gorgeous. You know about Gorgeous. I know about Gorgeous. A lot of people do not know about Gorgeous. A lot of rap fans or a lot of people. People that will listen to a Kanye West the hits. They're not making mm. Kanye West the hits for the hardcore fans. I think fans. it would be disgraceful. Have you ever they heard that. Uh, Tupac Greatest Hits? Yeah. It's a watered down version of what Tupac That's was. That's true. I'm sure there's some heated Tupac fans out right. there. I mean, if you know all of his shit, you have all of his records, okay, you're probably going to be like, what the fuck is this? But this is not <laughs> made for you because you already have all the music. You already know what's good, what you like, what you don't. It's for people that just want the feel for. Oh, this was a great artist. Let me see what his best work was. That's all it is. Yeah. We'll have to make that track list one episode when we have more listeners. <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty cool, actually. Do uh, everybody's favorite artist and have their all-time playlist. Yeah, Man, there would Man, be that'd be something. I don't think we could put Drake in one greatest hits. I don't think we could put Lil Wayne in one greatest hits. Oh my God, Lil Wayne? That that'd be hard. Lil Wayne has released so much fucking music. Yeah, he has too many mixtape cuts. If maybe so we could do mixtape or Lil Wayne greatest hits album. only on albums. Yeah, that'd actually be kind say of straight easy. Carter's greatest yeah, hits. Yeah, you could do that. It wouldn't be too hard. Fucking well, no, 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 not just straight Carter's. He has he has some good ones on some other albums. Yeah, then you get too many songs. Lil Wayne has dropped a lot, a lot of music. Yeah, like it it'd Man. be hard to slim it down. 
don't know and how they did it for Pac, honestly. Just select the biggest things that got played. Do it by radio clicks. I don't know what they did. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. But... Uh, do you guys want to do wrap up our Grammy selections? I know. Okay, oh, I I gotta I gotta just say, Luke, I'm sorry that your favorite band, the Blind Boys of Alabama, did not win. That is tragic. The Deaf Men <laughs> of Alabama could not come through for me. Yeah, so I I wanted to give you that shout out and and let you know that I'm feeling for you that they did. Bruno win. Bruno winning is a disgrace to music as a whole. <laughs> He was the worst in the album of the year category, and he had no business winning that album. Dude, you went so hard on Bruno last week, and then he swept the entire Grammys. I I was wrong, but I'm not <laughs> apologizing. I was gonna say I stand by your take on Bruno's album. So Jay Z had a better album. Lord had a better album. Childish had a better album. I just I I, I don't understand. <laughs> Twenty four karat magic, dude. <laughs> that can't, the Grammys hate rap. They will never give it a album of the year nod. Didn't Eminem win album of the year? Nope. No. That's tragic. I, I just looked back. Dark Twisted wasn't even nominated for album of the year. I'm yeah, that's one of the biggest wasn't... disgraces ever. They said it's because Dark Twisted Fantasy and Watch the Throne were both eligible the same year, and then they couldn't decide on one, so they left them both out. That's the what dumbest logic I've ever heard. <laughs> it is dumb. That's one of the biggest snubs. Like, name me another album from that year. Like, even if you're not a rap fan, you know Watch the Throne. That is an all-time classic. Yeah. Watch the Throne was huge. I right. left them both. That's kind of funny. We can't figure it out. <laughs> Neither of them. <laughs> Who won that year? It was probably like Adele or something. Fuck yeah, it was Adele. Girl. It was Adele. <laughs> that shit is so annoying. So, I don't know. You, yeah. All right. You guys got anything else? No, let's wrap it up. All right. So, this has been Benefit of the Doubt. Uh, so, we have a Twitter feed. Go ahead and hit that Twitter handle. What is it again? At BOTD underscore pod. All right. So, make sure to tweet us your, your questions, anything of that. You can slip into our DMs. We'll have a conversation with you. Luke over here likes to apply a nice personal touch to that. Yeah, um, we just give it a smooth personal feel. We can chat for hours. I'm down. If yeah. you have a hot take and you want it on the show, just tweet it to us and we'll do our best. Yeah, so be sure to uh, rate and review our podcast. Everything really helps. Uh, only leave reviews if they're great, though. We don't want any of those one-star reviews. Uh, we don't have time for those. Um, so, yeah, so all five-star reviews, that would be awesome. Um so thank you guys for listening and we'll be back next week.